Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. Today on Voice of Change, we return to a subject that is relevant to many African countries, not only to Nigeria, but to many African countries. The subject of how we choose our leaders as the electorate. Many of us argue that we don't actually choose our leaders, but that our leaders are chosen for us. Be that as it may, at some point, we get to make a choice. We might say we don't have a full enough menu, but we do get to make a choice. Some people argue that those who should win will never win. Therefore, what is the point of voting? I say, if you all think that way, then those who should win will never win indeed. I say, vote in such a way that when you tell your grandchildren who you voted for, or what you did, you will be able to say it with pride. It's not about voting for who would win. It's about voting for who you think should win. And if that is the case, how then do you determine who should lead your country for the next four years, three years, five years, whatever the term is in your country, either it's in the global north or the global south. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to Voice of Change and we'll be back after this message. Voice of Change is sponsored by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change podcast today on iTunes and Spotify and don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Ola Jumoke Adinawa, and we can continue the conversation on Instagram at Jumoke Adinawa. As a student of leadership, the more I meet leaders all over the world in different works of life, in governance, in entrepreneurship, heading corporations, multinationals, it occurs to me that a lot of people without any intervention basically play out the script that their background has handed to them. Meaning, if there was no epiphany, if there was no wake-up moment, most leaders are exactly what their backgrounds dictate that they should be. And for some reason, when we begin to analyze the candidates that present themselves for office, people don't ask the vital questions. What is their background? Do you think it was a mistake that Mandela was a son of a tribal chieftain who had observed his father leading and leading well? Do you think it was a mistake that it came from a background which made him feel not deprived, not poor, but secure and confident in himself. Do you think it was a mistake that he did not need external validation as much as some would? You see, people make the mistake of thinking that if someone comes from an oppressed and deprived background, they would fight for the oppressed and the deprived. Hardly. History in Africa has shown that most people who come from an oppressed background who have been oppressed usually come into power oppressing others they see power as their chance to prove a point to validate themselves 
they use the packs of office the trappings and the power of office to oppress others because the void they felt that void they felt as a little boy oppressed by others marginalized they seek to use power to redress they don't use power to fight for the weak who are as weak as they were no they use power to prove a point and it seems to be something we never seem to learn as a body of people those who grew up poor should understand what it meant to the poor and therefore fight for the poor no most people who grew up poor when they get to office keep stealing and stealing and stealing to ensure they never never ever go back to poverty the opposite of what you would have expected so are we asking the right questions as people present themselves for office let's start with background today what kind of background are we dealing with most people some people like we've seen in recent years are actually not corrupt above board but they are surrounded by a cabal a cohort of the most corrupt people that have ever emerged in the history of the country therefore when we begin to think of who to bring to power this time we need to begin to x-ray not just the candidate for the crowd that move with him sometimes it's not even the direct crowd but the remote crowd like we had the president's uh, wife come out at some point and say these people were not even around when we were running for office for the swooping like vultures as soon as there was a cacas and they have installed themselves all around the president do we ask what was this person's background we might have to dig deep what are the insecurities they are trying to cover for we look at the background we look at skills competence why skills and competence what are the issues that plague the country right now all countries are not at the same stage at all times sometimes a country is almost on autopilot and all you need is someone not to rock the boat so that there can be continuity peace and stability sometimes what the country needs is someone with a boldness boldness to confront entrenched power blocks to change the system sometimes what the country needs is someone with economic skill someone with vast experience in business someone with vast experience in governance someone who has made their money in the private sector without government patronage without nepotism without undue advantage someone who made their money in a level playing field and made a difference and has handled and grown the money and therefore takes pragmatic financial decisions pragmatic economic decisions having money is not enough how was the money made how was the money made somebody who made money through nepotism and government patronage cannot understand what it means to create a level playing field for others cannot understand the fact that what the youth in 
Africa today, there this burgeoning masses of youth. What they need is equal opportunities for all. So the best can rise. Someone would not rise by being one of the best, but rose because his uncle was this or that, or he had access to power and to contracts that were not even tendered for. How does this kind of person ever know how to create a level playing field when he never played on a level playing field? There's so many questions to be asked. Competence, skills, family background, the decision-making abilities and the patterns in making decisions in the past. Corruption, how corrupt are they? Are they people of integrity? These are many more questions we need to ask. We need to probe. It's not about voting for people we think will win. It is about voting for the right person that we believe should win. Join us next week again on Voice of Change as we look at asking the right questions. Well, I dream.